Hello, this is Dan Housing. You are listening with your ears to the real wrestling podcast housing of some sort. It's very nice, very evil, Dan Housing is told. Listen, or else be cursed. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ads. I'm the belt guy, Paul. And today we're joined by a very special guest, someone with a lot of controversy around him at the minute, someone that's had a lot of mud slung in his face. We're here with the vegan warrior, Ryan Hendricks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. But before we get into that, if you enjoy what we do around here, please like and subscribe and ring that bell. It does help us hugely. Also, don't forget to check out their brand new shiny Real Wrestling store. We have everything from figures to Funko Pops as well as genuine hand-signed prints from wrestlers that you know. And right now, as an opening gift to you guys, you get 10% off all orders by using the code RRWB10, which is running till the 13th of March. The code can be used once per order and you can use it for as many orders as you like. You can use it to buy this awesome Shawn Michaels figure or to pre-order this Red Hot Wolfpack Hulk Hogan. So to grab yourself a bargain, visit store.realwrestling.net. That's store.realwrestling.net. Go grab yourself a bargain today. A lot better than it was last weekend. So as you know, followers of the podcast may have known, um, especially within our Facebook group, there's been some, you know, shit slung our way as well um, from a little, you know, a little known podcast called WrestlePlug. Um, apparently, they don't know who the fuck we are. And, uh, you know, we sit in our basements writing shit and, you know, slagging people off and ruining people's chances of work. Now, let me just get out of the way straight away, right? One, we ain't telling people not to book him. We're telling people to look at him before booking him. Right, because I'll tell you now, if I was a promoter, that dude would not be setting foot in my fucking promotion after what he did. Two, yeah, whoever the fuck we are, mate, yeah, I'll tell you who we are. We're people that call it as we fucking see it, yeah. You're telling us to get the facts and to play and to get both sides. We spoke to Ryan before tweeting anything. So come again, please, in the quiet words of the Virgin Mary. So with that out of the, you know, with that out of the way, how you doing, Ryan? Yeah, um, not too bad, thank you. So, obviously, as we said, there's, there's been a lot of mud slung your way. There's been mud thrown at Paul, as, Paul and me as well. Mm. Do you want to just jump into it and tell us about the incident that happened with uh, Dirty Dave Dennis? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I'll start from the beginning. So, um well, I guess before even the show, you know, there's this whole match that was booked. Me versus Dirty Dave Dennis. It's like a two-year rematch because two years ago, I had a match with him and it went really well. I really enjoyed working with the guy. I beat him, hit him on the head with a cucumber. Yep. Everyone gets a good laugh. Uh, win the Dirty Championship. Happy days. Um, and he does a little promo, you know, a few weeks ago. He said, oh, you know, after that match, you know, it turned me into a joke. Um, this whole comedy vegan stuff, you know, me getting hit with vegetables. And he said, you know, this time it's going to be no joking. It's going to be serious. And I'm, you're not going to get a, a ferry back from the Isle of Wight home. You're going to get an ambulance. So, okay. You know, I've heard people, you know, do promos like before, you know, you yeah, know, it's even a standard, isn't it? In, in, yeah. in pro wrestling to, yeah. to have a, a promo like that. But yeah. So I, to say, I mean, you, you, you were saying that you, you'd had messages and that people were saying it didn't sound like a promo. It sounded more like a threat. Yeah, like even my friend Jay. I mean, I even um, voice recorded his uh, WhatsApp message and put it on because I thought, this is a good hype. He's generally, yeah. oh, he's like, yeah, I, I watched that promo over again, he said, and it sounded um, less like a promo, more of a threat. You could see seriousness. I was like, okay, well, this guy believes it, so that's good, you know, yeah, good yeah. hype. And when I look back and I think about it, I was like, oh, did he actually mean it? Or was he, yeah, it's interesting, really. Um, but yeah, so I thought I'd turn up, I'll turn up to the, the venue on the day, you know, and just 
Yeah, as we do, up breaking kayfabe, you know, we go and uh, we talk to our opponents. We just see, hey, how's it going? What do you want to do? What moves you got? This, that, the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must have got to the venue at three o'clock. Um, and he wasn't, I didn't know he wasn't going to be late, but he said, yeah, message him. And he said, oh, I'm not going to be finishing work till like 5 30 in his shop. And he didn't get there till like after six. And I think by that time, the doors had opened. And I think by the time I'd done all my stretching and he came and I sort of was doing, you know, interviews and photography with other people, yeah. by the time we actually met, it was only like 15 minutes before our match. So we didn't have that much time to like plan anything. And yeah, you know, I mean, during the Wrestle Plug interview, we did actually say that you weren't there at the you weren't at the event when it started, um, and you know he wanted to come and talk to you. He didn't want to do your vegetable shit, um, but he said you were nowhere to be seen. You were on the island, but you weren't at the event. Yeah, I think it was just in a different room at the venue because there's like a right. balcony bit. There's a downstairs bit, and there's like this other space in the back. And I was doing some. And you just said you were there about three o'clock, so that that yeah. his story doesn't marry up straight away because yeah. you didn't get there till half five, six o'clock, and you were there from three. And you were definitely in the building. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, we was, I think we was like second on. So I thought if the show starts at like, was it six that doors open? Maybe the show started. Maybe the show started at six. I can't remember. But I yeah. thought, right, if he's going to be late, I always have a backup plan. If for some reason he's late and we don't have time to plan, I just go away in my little head and think, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. I'm, yeah. If, if I have to call it out there and improvise, I know what I can do. Yeah. So I'm, you know, so I'm, I have my little room stretching and getting all stuff ready and just planning things in my head. So I don't know. By the time he came in, I don't know. Maybe we just didn't see each other. I don't yeah. know what time he did get in, but yeah. But I was doing like an interview and in, for another podcast, um, some American guys. So they was filming it and stuff. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. But by the time we did meet, uh, yeah, he seemed a bit off. I don't know if he was like angry because he couldn't find me, and he was he had a little beer in his hand, and I was just like, this is a bit weird. Weird vibes. And I was yeah. like, right, so, so, right, we've got to go out soon. So, right, I'm going to do the vegetable stuff. I'm going to do a bit of this. And so, no, we're not doing any, no vegetable stuff. I'm not, not doing any comedy stuff. None of that crap. That's your like, character. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is what they, even the cucumber for the finish. Like, no, not at all. And I'm like, okay. I thought to myself, well, I'm still going to come out with it. So, you know, even if you don't want me to use it, I actually yeah. put some carrots in my kick pads, some kale in my underwear, and I had a cu two cucumbers. And I thought, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because that's what they want to yeah. see, whether you like it or not. Like, that's yeah. So anyway, I said, right, we'll go out there and we'll just do some technical wrestling, freestyle, improvise. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that really not annoyed me, but one thing I found a bit funny is on his podcast, he said, Ryan said, let's go out there and do a shoot. And I like, yeah, I was that's, like what, yeah. that's what I was gonna bring up because he's like when I was listening to it back yesterday, he um he said that Ryan wanted to do a little shoot in the match. Now a little shoot in the match to me would say a little bit of shoot wrestling, a little bit of, you know, technical roll around, you know, not I'm yeah. going to, you know, choke you out and, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, I think that, that's basically it. Yeah. I don't know if he gets wrestling. He's a bit of a mark himself. I don't know if like he actually understands like me just saying, yeah, let's do a little bit of shoot style wrestling. Cause just yeah. that's improvised. We can't plan that much, but, and he just comes at me as soon as the bell goes, he just charged me in the corner, like really heavy. And I'm like, this is yeah. weird. He's like rolling on me. And then, there is a point where I, I think within the first little scrap, I do get him in a guillotine choke and I hold him there and I say, mate, just calm down. And you can yeah. see the screen backs us up and I kick him away. And yeah. I'm, you know, even the audience, I might even said it loud enough to be like, whoa, all right, chill out, mate. Just to did, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is audible. Uh, audible that, yeah. 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 I've just noticed that we're both tell. wearing CM Punk t shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping some good. Dropping some good pipe bombs on the real life heels out there. <laughs> I wish I'd worn mine now. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, Paul, what were you saying? No, I mean, you, again, sometimes it's difficult to, to separate a, a work from a shoot and from a, sh a work shoot, as they call it. But to me, watching it, it seemed, it, it didn't seem like a work to me. Because he just came straight at you, and it didn't look good. It yeah. looked like he was he was coming directly for you. Put it this way: my wife is not a wrestling fan whatsoever. In fact, wrestling is the bane of her life, and you know, because it just consumes so much of our day to day life. We was doing, you know, the website, the podcast, 
the store and everything. And um, she, I was sat watching it, and she's like, she looked at it, and she's like, "Was was it meant to be like that?" I like, no, <laughs> it, 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 no, that that's not how you work. And for somebody who's not a wrestling fan, for somebody that doesn't understand, you know how a work works <laughs> and how and the difference between a work and a shoot and she picked it out straight away. That to me says this isn't a, this isn't a work. Yeah. Cause wrestling fans know how wrestling should go. So you yes. think non-wrestling yeah. fans might think, Oh, well if they're in the ring fighting, even that looks weird. So that goes to show. Yeah. yeah. So she picked up yeah. on the negative vibes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, going on to yeah. the, the, you know, going on to the choke that you mentioned, um, in in the WrestlePlug podcast, he basically says that you know you're in the in the first minute of the match, you're choking him out and trying to force him to do a comedy. Um, he basically turns around and says he gets you in a choke. You, you know you get him in a choke, and then you know you're telling him we're going to do this comedy stuff. Okay, so there's there's two two spots, shall we say? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's whack out the correct terminology. Yeah, but even though it's not, even though it's like a not a real match, like the thing is, even though he's like trying to shoot at me and it's all messy, I'm st- I'm still trying to be professional, yeah. and, like work the spot. So after he's charged at me and done all that stupid shit, I do get him in a guillotine choke and I wrap my, you know, so I'm basically just holding him and I'm just saying as a warning, calm down. Yeah, and then we break it. So that's that's the choke bit. Um, then after that, I can't remember if he goes around the ring again or just starts pissing around. He just. Yeah, I think he goes around and he's like drinking more alcohol and then like he throws the, I can't remember what the order is now, but I remember when he does come back and we start wrestling again for a second time, um, I do I do like a single leg takedown on him and I try and get him on his front. And I think, right, now I'm going to do the carrot thing. Like usually I get people on a ca- camel clutch and he's trying to squirm out. So I'm trying to, and I, I try and like, I don't know, it doesn't, because obviously I, he's not cooperating, so I can't like showboat and get it out. So I'm thinking, yeah. fuck, I'm going to get the carrot out of my boot anyway. And by that point, he's coming underneath me and he's grabbing my leg and yanking me. And I'm like, yeah. So I'd end up throwing the carrot at him and getting shit with him and I shove him. And I'm like, come on, yeah. just just operate. Like, but I don't the, know. The thing as well, I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen you wrestle a few times, as, as we know. And, you know, whilst whilst you're good at playing the heel, you've I've never seen you lose your temper like that. Mm. Yeah. And to me, that's how it seemed. It was like, okay... You, you you launched that at him and then shoved it. I've never seen you do that, even yeah. as a heel. So for oh, me, yeah. that was a bit, I thought, okay, there's something definitely isn't right here. Yeah, just a no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm allowed to get angry because it... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, let's let's call it for what it is. He went into business for himself. Hmm. Yeah, and I thought, well... Yeah, now, now listening back to the podcast, he... See, I don't know if he misunderstood what I said by let's do some like freestyle shoot wrestling. Yeah. Surely, you know, maybe he's, I don't think he was like completely drunk, but maybe, I don't know, like, because he had a couple beers by the time we had our match. So maybe he was a bit like amped up. Um, and maybe he just misunderstood what I said, or maybe he wanted to do it and he's just using that as an excuse. It's hard to know, yeah. but um, we'll, we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I tried out, he, likened, um, he likened himself drinking beers to Stone Cold. <laughs> Yeah, this is, yeah, he comes on and says, oh, yeah, Stone Cold and Sandman drink beer. But, like, hang on, that's like, uh, WWE is like a multi, like, Vince McMahon's, you know, Stone Cold's not going to go out there and get drunk and do a sloppy job. And Vince McMahon's going, oh, silly boy, slap on the wrist. Yeah, the beers always came after the match. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. He drank whatever went into his mouth. All the rest of it went all over him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point as well, he refers to himself as being, like, MJF. All right. Yeah, it's like MJF's a heel. He's doing all this stuff to get heat. Now the difference is, MJF is yeah is is a heel and he lives it twenty four seven, as does Dirty Dave. But he's he's a character. He's not going into business for himself. He's still a professional in the ring. Like when you watch MJF, yeah, he may live that character. He may tell you know little kids that the dads are useless and stuff like that, but. He's a professional in the ring. He's got his opponent's safety at the forefront of his mind. And he was coming out with, oh, I'm making a difference. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm basically MJF. No, you're not, pal. 
You're not. You're Dirty Dave, right? Stop thinking you're something you're not. Yeah. Like, to me, he's got a bit big for his boots. He's, he's believed he's, he's on hype. He thinks he's bigger than what he is. That's how it looks to me. Yeah, especially, I'm sorry, carry on. No, I was just going to say, I mean, if we if we fast forward a little bit, obviously there was the, it was like the DDT to the floor, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that where you got hurt? Is that is that the point where you thought, okay, this really isn't good? Yeah. Um, yeah, because things were sort of like scrappy anyway. Um, the DDT happened. You know, I don't think he meant to hurt me. It's just one of those things where like, you know, land had land on the floor maybe I didn't protect myself enough but yeah so I hit the wooden floor and there was a little bit of like a white little flash and I was just a bit flash like, of light, yeah yeah and I was like it was weird I, I almost felt like I got deja vu in that moment I was, it was almost like for a split second I was like I've been here before but I haven't it's just this weird sort of like Ugh. and I was yeah. like yeah and I was like I was like fuck what are my moves what's what's I did I just didn't but know it, what was it, going on it, for, it, for a little second I was, yeah. yeah um and the fact that we didn't plan much anyway, I was like, what the hell's going on? So in that moment, I thought, I'm just going to lay ringside. I'll milk the count out. And then by the time I get back in, it should be fine. But yeah, yeah, it, it clearly wasn't. I mean, mm. yeah, just, again, just sort of replaying the footage in my mind. It was clear that you weren't right. Yeah. I mean, whether it, was, it might have been a bit of a stinger or, you know, like, like you mentioned when we were, chatting yesterday, you know, you worried it might have been a concussion, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to be worried about. Mm. Um, you know, any impact to the head can cause that sort of thing. So when you're driven headfirst into a concrete floor, you know, regardless of whether there's a mat there, you still run that risk. Mm. So just on the subject of, you know, the Draven DDT, um, Dirty Dave claims that your legs got stuck in the rope and it was that that caused, you know, the the botched spot, let's call it. Um, now, to me, look at the footage. Yes, your legs are on the rope. Obviously, it's a smaller ring. I'll give him that. It is a smaller ring than what you'd normally do a draping DDT from because you would usually go from the apron. But obviously, with you with your legs being on the middle rope, he says your legs have got tangled in the ropes and that's what's botched it. Now, looking at the footage myself, it looks as if your legs come clean off the rope. Okay. It doesn't look like the tangle to me. What's your yeah. take on that? Um, okay. So the break kayfabe. <laughs> the um when we were planning our match backstage, which lasts very long, basically I said, We'll do some freestyle stuff, I'll do my uh vegetables. He was like, No, we're not gonna do that. Okay, let's just do tech. I'd I pass said, on the vegetables. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I said I'll do vegetables, don't make me a vegetable, just so you're sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said right. Whatever was going to be, I said we'll do a little ball ringside. Um, we'll do a cut off ringside, and then you do some heat. I'll do a top rope move to make a comeback, and then we just hit our big moves at the end. Um, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not really sure with the DDT thing. Like, if we planned that exact move, I think I was going to go for a super kick. He was going to grab me and pull me. That still happened. Um, but yeah, the DDT thing was improvised, and I guess just I just had to go with what was going on. So, but yeah, but I think a lot of it was improvised, and I just wanted to make sure that you know, I don't know, it, it was weird because I'm trying to cooperate with like a this guy's like trying to shoot at me, and it's a bit rugged, and I wasn't sure if like I don't know with the DDT thing, I was like, uh, is this gonna work? I don't know because I tried to do a baseball slide, and he just saw Samoa Joe and I saw that, I was like, this is awkward. It's just, yeah, I don't really know, really. <laughs> I don't know what led to that. Bit. So, do you do you think? Have you, have you watched the footage back? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So, yeah. at the at the draping DDT spot, in your opinion, does it look as if your legs get tangled? I wouldn't say they're tangled. I just say like my my legs are on the rope, and as I come down, like I do come off the ropes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so he, he was he was claiming that your legs got tangled and that's why the, the spot was botched. Oh, and, goodness. you know, going from there, like, you know, you were hurt. That's that's the spot that, you know, knackered it all up. But from what Dirty Dave was saying in the Wrestle Plug podcast, um, you know, 
he basically gets up, plays the heel. Now, this is when he starts to put a bit of heat on the referee. He starts to, you know, start blaming the ref. Now, apparently that was that ref's first ever match. Mm. And I get where he's coming from. It is a referee's job to be like, no, this this dude is injured. Like, you know, bring it home. But, I mean, he was saying that, you know, the referee was checking on you, asking if you were fine, and you were telling him, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go, let's go. Um, what What's, you know, what's your response to that? Yeah, because I don't want the referee to get any flack for this. Because obviously it's his first match. He's probably... No, 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 there's going to be no blowback on the ref for this. He's yeah. he's done what he can, but... Yeah. You know, from your perspective in that moment, did did you feel you you were okay to carry on or um in in after the DDT, even though like I had my head got hit and it was a bit weird, like I didn't I've had that a couple times in the past. Like um I remember one time some bad bro guy who I won't name did like a knee to my head and I was just yeah. like it was, it was like a six-man match at the cockpit. And I yeah. was like, I hit my hand and my head went a bit white. And I was like, this is so weird. And within like yeah. a minute, I was okay after that. And there's been another time where someone gave me a forearm and I went to the corner. I was like a bit sort of dizzy and had to hold yeah. like a minute, just get my breath. And I was fine after that. So when the ref did come up to me, he was like checking on me. He said, you're right. And I said, yeah, I'm fine. And there was a, there was a couple of times where he did check on me. He said, you're yeah. to stop the match. And I didn't know if he was like being kayfabe or if he was being genuine, but I did tell him I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it going. Because yeah. even though I felt a bit weird, this is before. Because well, this is before I tried to go to the top rope. That's when I yeah. did feel like okay, actually. Yeah, yeah it was very right. evident that when you tried to go to the top rope, that you you couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't to get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the fans' perspective, I was annoyed that like with this whole Dave trying to shoot on me, I was annoyed that it looked sloppy. I this like the worst yeah. performance I've ever done, um, and I didn't want the match to end. You know. Maybe I should have been like, yeah, I don't feel very good. Stop the match. But I was like, no, like with the adrenaline. You're trying to be a professional. You're trying to, you know, the show must go on sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, this has kind of gone a bit shitty at the moment. Like at least we can try and bring it back. Mm. Um, So yeah, the referee. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I was very adamant, like, no, don't stop the match. Keep it going. I'm fine. Let, I just want to, I just want to go you through it. Just until the after a minute, your head will clear and it'll be fine. That, that's what happened before. Yeah, but obviously on this occasion that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, and there was a bit where you know Dave was doing yeah during the heat like yeah. So I watched the footage back and he tries to get like like an Irish whip or something. Yeah, and yeah, he just, you just, you just, you just went straight down into the ropes. Yeah. yeah, like I didn't even remember that until seeing the footage back that bit. Like I remember something didn't go right, but I didn't remember it was that. Yeah, like I think my legs must just. Yeah, it was uncomfortable to watch, and you know, a lot of fans on on social media said that you know something wasn't right. It shouldn't have gone down the way it did, Um, and and there is footage of um, Dave saying that if you're not going to sell correctly, he has to make you sell, (laughs) and um, that he's going to quote unquote get a bit of blowback for this. Hmm. Taking a bit of liberties there. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. So obviously, you know, the referee ended up calling the match off and you know bringing it to a close. At that point, there were people coming out from the back. Dave's shoving everyone around, like trainers, other wrestlers, the ref. He's just he's clearly lost his mind a little bit. Yeah. And then all the backstage videos that come back now, whether that was planned or not, I don't know, but from the video footage that we've seen of him backstage, again, it looks like it just doesn't look good. Hmm. Yeah, because I've been sent the clips because our match was just before the intermission. Yeah, yeah, was it? yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. So it wasn't second. I think previously I said we was the second on. We wasn't. We was third on. Yeah, it was Jackson. I beating up a kid. That I think that was when, when they said the running order. Matt Jackson beats up a kid. Um, doesn't sound good, but you know. And then there's a tag match and an R match. And yeah. when I heard that, I was like, oh, maybe that's a segment. So in my head, I thought, yeah, it's a second on, but yeah, we were yeah. third on. Let's say Matt Jackson, I meant Jackson Arrow. Jackson, I was going to say, if you got yeah. Matt Jackson for the show, I'd have been very impressed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, looking at that footage from backstage, when you're, oh, yeah. you can't seem to, I mean, you looked really out of it. 
Um, yeah. Felt like, really, yeah. When the match ended and like the adrenaline wore off, I just, yeah, I just felt like I just wanted to go to sleep and pass out basically. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit, I don't know if it was like cardio. It just, it just, yeah, I just felt like I just needed the moment. So yeah. like, yeah, they helped me backstage and, and they was filming it and they asked me and said, you know, we filmed this. Do you mind? Well, they sent it to me first. And if you, do you mind this? I thought, well, yeah, because, you know, it adds to what happens. Um, I sort of charity. Yeah, it was a little bit out of a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought at the very way. least, if we if this incident's happened and it's not exactly what I wanted, well, nothing like I wanted it to go down like, at least we can try and make something of it. Try and make something of it. So yeah. try and turn a shoot into a into a work in a sense. Yeah. You know, and I would like, I mean, there's even, you know, I even thought to myself, oh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there'll be a rematch with me and Dave. There's a, an over-18 show coming up, you know, and it's called Retaliation. I thought, wouldn't it yeah. be fitting an over-18 environment where there is no family-friendly shows where you can be completely off script, yeah. but there's drunk and alcoholic fans bloodthirsty. That would be a great show. But then I thought to myself, if I did do that, I would just, I would, I don't know, like maybe I would calm down close to the time, but the, the couple of days after the show, I thought if that happened and it was just me and Dave in the ring, I'd probably just knock him out in 60 seconds. I wouldn't even hesitate. Like, mate, and I'm not being nasty. I'd be like, if you want to shoot and you want to take liberties, I will do that to you too. And if yeah. you think, oh, I choked you out in the first minute, well, I will properly choke you out and that'll be that. Well, this is the thing, exactly. <laughs> you know, anyone that knows yeah. you knows you're a super chill guy, you know, yeah. you're not quick to anger and takes a lot you know, to it, really it does and, and, and in, yeah. the, in the immediate aftermath and you know as you say a couple of days later as well you must have just been really angry yeah like yeah like i think the first two days after i was very angry um and i did have that this weird little hangover headache thing going on in my head yeah. like and it's just like this weird little strain and my girlfriend actually i don't know if it was the night i got back because i think i got back at like 3 a.m or something yeah, reasons. So, I don't know if it was that night or the day after, but she looked at my eyes and she, I said she had little pinhole pupils, and she said, "You've yeah. been taking drugs. You've been doing alcohol." I was like, "No." So, like, well, did, what happened in the match? Did you get hurt? I didn't want to worry her, so I was like, "No, it was all fine." Yeah. Um, but then after she said that, already picked up on the signals by this point. Yeah, and after that, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I know I've got a bit of a headache. Um, she said that, and I started to worry a little bit. I didn't want to like over worry. I was like, yeah. "What? Something bad has happened." Luckily. But by by Friday, is it Friday yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, by Friday, that was the first day I woke up without a headache. But every yeah. other day, the headache got worse, uh, less and less and less. And I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's at least it's not well, so a, this a, a serious. Uh, this is know. the worrying thing for you as well, because as as some people may know, you've you've recently become a dad, and obviously, yeah. congratulations, you've got by the way. a little one to look after. You know, the last yeah. thing you need is to be hurt. Yeah, because we just, yeah, on the Monday, she turned six months old, and that was yeah. when um started weaning her, you know, first first potato puree, and, and yeah, yeah and it just, throughout the day, I just felt like this weird little strain in my head, and obviously it's a beautiful moment, but I just felt a little bit like, and I was it's a bit moody. Like you couldn't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just sort of felt, felt a bit weird. It's only like the, by the third day, or was that like Tuesday or Wednesday, I just felt a little bit more better, and yeah, and I wasn't nasty, but like I've had I've had a knock to the head before. Um, yeah. uh, it was some incident involving the car boot where it came down on my head, and I've yeah. got a little bit funny. And I had a bit of a light headache similar to this one, and I was yeah. moody for two days. Yeah. And apparently, you know, the last two days after the show, I was a bit moody again. My girlfriend said, "Yeah, like, you're, you're quick, to, quick to irritability." Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I just don't feel in a good state. And I think, yeah, maybe it was the the knock to the head. But luckily, I feel good now. <laughs> so it's which is, yeah, right. which is the main thing. Yeah. Obviously, you've got no real lasting damage, and obviously, that's yeah. that's fantastic. You know, the last thing we want to see is people getting hurt. Yeah, um, cool you know, yeah. we, we have seen instances of in the past where people have been hurt quite badly, uh, as you people know, it, who follow it, us will know. Yeah, it, so, it, it strikes pretty close to home. So this, you know, I want to touch on that a little bit, just like a little bit more. So obviously. With wrestle plugs trying to like call us out and you know you know get your facts straight you know you're trying to ruin a man's livelihood actively looking to stop him getting bookings with the words I think he used which like, again 
we've never said don't book we him. never said don't book him we said he was caution when you know thinking yeah. about it but when you've seen obviously the Jay Knox story is out everyone knows about what happened with Jay Knox and with that happening to our friend and fellow real wrestling contributor it's it, 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 it hits home a lot do you know what I mean like and we've always said if we see instances of this happening we're going to call it out and it might Throughout not the entire in that moment, but we're going to call it out. Yeah, and you know, during like the, the entire time but since we started real wrestling, really, uh, back in August 2020, um, our mission statement has always been to say it as we see it, like not to shy away from it, not to you know sugarcoat it. Just you know, if it's shit, it's shit, <laughs> and if you're acting a dick, you're a dick. So. I mean, how do you feel? Obviously, it was a family show. Mm. Like, according to Dave, he was saying that the crowd were loving it, they were into it and all that sort of stuff. Like, once again... Not the recollection I had from the Whatever. Um, did, did, Did the crowd seem into it to you? What, my match, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, the thing that I am very happy for, even though it did go weird, the crowd were with me the whole time. Like, yeah. they didn't, I, I was, you know, looking back, I was like, oh, they were still cheering for me. There was a bit where I did a bit of a comeback. It was where I just took him down and just gave him some real, real forearms, just as a sort yeah. of like, right, this is my time to come back now, fuck off. And the crowd yeah. like, oh yeah, vegan. When I go to the top rope, that's when I watched the footage back. The vegan yeah. power chance, like, whoa, big. So even though the match has been a bit shitty, they're still there. They're still behind their hero. They still want to see me, you know, do the cucumber, do the high fly and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I go to top rope and I just feel like, fuck, I can't do this. So, yeah, yeah I think that's when it sort of turned to shits. Um, sorry for swearing, but yeah. No, you can feel free. Yeah, that's right then. Yeah. So I felt like, given the situation, the fans were still into it. And, you know, yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but maybe that's you know testament to me being really lot cool. And yeah. just, just yeah, <laughs> another thing. <laughs> right, another thing I want to say. Right. Um, speaking of how cool I am and how much the fans love me and my comedy wrestling, something that Dirty Dave did say in his podcast that struck me. He said that he did a match for CWP that was a comedy match. There was a big hardcore match before him. Then he went out and did lots of comedy. Apparently, the fans loved that, just like the fans loved our match. Don't know how true that is. But apparently, the fans loved his comedy match, CWP. Now, the people backstage said, it's shit. Don't ever do that again. You're rubbish. And he thought, right, I failed at doing comedy wrestling. I'm never going to do that again. So when he, I said to him, let's do some comedy wrestling, he was like, nah. And he actually said on the podcast, if that backlash from CWP didn't happen... He probably would have done a comedy match with me. He would have been happy to have done that. And I'm thinking to myself now, right, if he's got, like, heat with someone else, he's brought that into my match. This yeah. whole anger, this whole, I'm not doing comedy, this, I need to be taken seriously, that's from somewhere else. And he's yeah. laid it on me, yeah. and that's not on to me. What so, doesn't work for one company works for another. We've exactly. seen that time after time. And you need in to wrestling. read, you know, you need to read the company you're working for. Like if you're following a hardcore match with comedy, it's probably going to fall. It's flat. always going to fall flat. It's always like, going to fall flat. When you're at a family show, that's the kind of shit you want because yeah. it involves it's crowd interaction. It leaves an impression on the young ones who want to come back and see that stuff again. You know, if I, if, you know, if I'd have been out, if I'd have gone to see the show, yeah, I wasn't there. But if I was, and I, you know, I'd, I'd been there and I took my kids to go and I saw a dude knock someone out with a cucumber, I would be howling. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely be howling, right? And I, I've, I've always got a record and said that comedy wrestling is my thing. I love comedy wrestling, right? And it's one of the only things I can get, like, my wife to watch or my kids to watch because it's engaging to him. It's not serious. It's not trying to be this big, hard, tough man. And then when you've got the big, hard, tough man, like, like for example, perfect example would be William Regal. Like he was heel 
and he was this bigger brawler, tough man. But whenever he did the comedy stuff, it was really? always so much funnier because yeah. he was that. Mm. And not to liken, you know, Dave to William Regal, but if he'd have gone out there in his, you know, I'm, you know, I'm dirty Dave, I'm mean, I'm big, I'm hard, and then got knocked out by a cucumber, that would have made that match what it should have been, fun for everyone. And, you know, the good guy gets his win, you know, the bad guy gets his comeuppance, and you get a laugh out of it too. Now, that's Proud, what the pain is. Yeah. The pain exactly. to be entertained, not yeah. to watch some dude go into business for himself because oh, I ain't doing no fucking vegetable shit. Fuck off. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're there at a family show. Read the fucking room. You're not in WWE. You're not in AEW. You're not MJF. You're not Stone Cold. You're not William Regal. You're Dirty Dave at a family show. Provide family entertainment. Yeah. And that's the thing as well. Like, I do feel, um, you know, I feel a bit, what's the word? It's not embarrassed, but I feel like I've let down. The, you know, the family-friendly yeah. people. Like a let-down outcast, and, and hopefully outcast aren't like, you know, I don't know what their opinion on is it, you know, the situation. They've not really said like an well, apology. Well, from what, from what I've been looking at, like looking into and stuff, they haven't booked him for the next year. Hmm. So I know that much. And from yeah. a company standpoint, I get it. I do. Now, this is something that he's also brought up and said, you know, <laughs> I'm, you know, I've made a change. I'm making a change. I'm making a difference. I'm going out there. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm hot. I'm, I'm so hot now. I've got this heat. Like, what kind of promoter isn't going to want to book someone who's hot and got heat? And all I can think is a promoter isn't going to want to book someone who's got heat from going into the business for themselves, acting unsafely with another person, and just completely shitting all over the match. Yeah. I mean, what's your fun. what's your feelings on on Dave now? You know, is, if you know if they come to you and say, you know, we want you to work another match with Dave, are you going to be like, yeah, great, or are you going to be like, no, nah, I'm all right? Um, not on a cucumber. It's funny because <laughs> um, I've had mixed feelings about this for the whole week. Um, a couple of days after our match, I was very like, I was gagging, not gagging, but I was like. Like, I really want a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for a rematch. Give me an over 18 show. Give me a chance where I can just give him back what he deserves. Yeah. And then yeah. after a couple of days of that, because I still had the headache two days later, and I was like, if I did do that match, what's and now that I've now that the wrestling's calmed down, like, what if I do hurt my head again? What if my head doesn't get better? You know, and then I start to think, like, do I even want to work with him again? Is it would I go all the way to a, a promotion to wrestle him with all this anger? And then yeah. what am I going to get out of it? You know, obviously, I don't want to my last match. Whilst it might have subsided now, the second you see him again, it could easily rile back up. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, that's going to put think, you yeah. both in an unsafe position. Because at the end of the day, the one thing we all know, whether we, you know, everyone knows that wrestling isn't 100% legit. We all know this. It's not a secret. But the one thing we do know is that every single person you go into the ring with you have a duty of care towards their safety. You're trying to put on a match in the safest way possible, making sure that no one gets hurt. Obviously, accidents happen, but when someone goes into business for themselves and, and causes someone to be hurt and continues to act the way he did at the end of that match, it's not right. Yeah. And I think it's sort of his attitude after as well. Like, regardless of what happened, if whether he got carried away, whether he thought I wanted to shoot or not, of you know, whether if he's not going to sell, I'm going to make him sell. You know, yeah. there, it's just the fact that, like, you know, apparently, like, he came up to me after the match, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was kind of a bit like, "Oh, he's all right, isn't he?" Yeah, he didn't like check me. So, oh, you're right there. Um, you know, he didn't talk to me about the match. Just sort of walked off when, yeah. you know. You went and got a kebab and then you just bugged off for an hour and then we really see him for the most of the rest of the show and it's like yeah. you know it's just the sort of the the courtesy just to be like because yeah. after this has all happened you could at least be oh sorry about that but he's trying to yeah i mean if you go back through i mean there, there's been i've heard stories of someone who's like injured 
someone in the room, they've gone backstage afterwards, gone and taken them to the hospital, stayed with them, etc., etc. Yeah. Obviously, you might not have needed all that, but at least some courtesy. Yeah, because most people you wrestle after the match, you're like, oh, just just check on us. How did it go? You know, just that the other yeah. was that all right? Didn't stiff you? Did this blah 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 blah? That was cool. We did that. That sort of thing. Yeah, so, uh, no, none of that. There really. was none of that. No. no so was there? Really was there an apology at all? Not really, no. And no, uh, I think he just sort of thought like, oh, you know, it is what it was. You know, uh, accident happened. Um, I made the best of the situation. Uh, you know, we're all good. And he just that was it, really. It's almost like he, I don't know, I think maybe, he, did he feel guilty and he just didn't want to admit it? And I, feel, I feel like this whole podcast that he's done, he's tried to shed the blame. And yeah, he's, gone yeah. on, he's gone on the internet and he's like, I don't know, he's like re-milking it. Like, I think like he yeah, thinks, yeah. oh, this, this big situation, this big crazy thing, I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to promote this. I'm going to get a big ego boost. I'm now the biggest heel in the business. He probably is. You know, at this point. I don't know. Is it good heat? Probably not. You know, I see. It's good he's looking like heat. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I got wrestlers messaging me actually after the show. I'm not going to name names, but they were like, oh, that looked like he was taking liberties there. Like, you know, they said, and I think they actually messed outcast and they wanted to get like, they wanted to get a booking against him because they wanted to like give him a receipt. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like, I, so to answer former question that you asked, I don't want to work with him again. Um, like you say, if I was in the ring with him, I don't know if I would just lose my shit and just choke yeah. him out. Fun for me, and maybe fun for the fam, uh, the, the fans. He probably wouldn't like it. He'd be even more angry and probably whine about it. But I would like to see someone go against him, like Joe Redman. Not not that Joe Redman has any beef with him, but someone like that that would chuck yeah. him around, and someone that would just you know. So if he wants to act like the big hill and he wants to think, oh, I'm this big hard man, I've got all this heat, well, cool. Put a baby face against you that is wants to teach you a lesson and then we'll see how tough you are. And in wrestling storyline, uh, you know, someone's going to become a big baby face by beating them. Yeah. So I, would, I would take pleasure in watching that. But now that I'm a dad and all this sort of stuff, like I just don't really want to get my hands dirty. You don't dirty. need the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. don't need the hassle, yeah. So that's yeah. that's another thing that he he brought up as well was like um, apparently everyone's jealous. They're all jealous of you know his names out there and you know the jealous that he's doing his job well and all this sort of stuff. Like, I mean, one, I wouldn't be jealous of him. I'm not jealous of him. I, don't, I very much doubt you're jealous of him because at least you could go to work, you know go to sleep at night knowing that you're not injuring people and going into business for yourself. Yeah. I mean. And two, why would you be jealous of him when it is literally X-Pac heat that he's got? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a big X-Pac fan, but, you know, don't want his heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, but who wants, yeah, like, who wants to have that heat where he's, like, hated and all this stuff? Yeah, it's like, so... It's just, it's just a bad cloud that's going to hang around him. So, yeah, like, definitely. And I mean, like, to, to further, like, what you were saying about, you know, he's gone on the internet to, to speak his mind and, you know, to shill the blame and you know, big himself up. I kind of feel that WrestlePlugs have, have, have purposely had Dave on to play the knight in shining armour for Dave, to have him on, defend him, go the controversial route for the views. And that's literally how it comes across to me. Like, you know, we're, we're, they're telling us, you know, get both sides of the story. I mean, has, has he reached out to you? Other than saying you're welcome on the podcast. He said, "You're welcome to me." Or to yeah, he said, "You're welcome to come on the podcast to you." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I heard that, and I did think about that. I was like, oh, maybe because because obviously, like his side of the story was on that podcast. I thought if I went on that podcast, it would sort of, um, you know, we're on the same playing field then. But at the end of the day, uh, he's like been mates with Dave for ages, so of course he's going to be a bit biased. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he, you know. It would be fine. He probably would listen to what I had to say. But um, even uh, a couple months ago, actually, uh, I'm not going to name a wrestler's name, but I think some wrestler actually warned me about that podcast. It wasn't, he said something like, oh, yeah, they said some uh, bad things about people and they're a bit negative. So he just said, yeah, I just got like a pre warning not to ever go on there. So I was like, oh, I could yeah. do that. Or I could not, you know. 
Or maybe when, you say, when you say they said some bad things, like what what sort of things are they are they well, saying first, or doing? Yeah. Well, first of all, I got to make sure that I'm getting. You know, if it wasn't wrestle plug, then I might be in the wrong here. It might be in a different one, but it might be this one. But let's just you know, um, someone did basically say, oh, there's a certain podcast out there where they make fun of. Um, they make fun of rest, you know, they'll review wrestling shows and talk about stuff, but they'll be very critical. They'll go, oh, yeah. uh, that female wrestler out there, I don't like her hair. She's put a bit of weight. Oh, that guy's looking a bit sloppy. You know, I don't like his ring gear. Um, you know, they didn't really say, oh, that was a really good match. And they even said, oh, there's a, a fan in the audience with learning difficulties. He was a bit annoying, wasn't he? Sort of like taking the piss out of him. And I'm not, yeah, you know, someone, no or, yeah. I don't know if it was Russell Plug, it might have been someone else. But um, yeah, because, yeah, the person who was telling me, was just he didn't want to name names because he's been professional. Because there yeah. is a certain podcast out there, and then when Dave, Dave went on that podcast, I messaged that wrestler and I said, "Is that the podcast you warned me about?" And I think he said, "Yeah." So I was like, "Okay, yeah. maybe it is." Yeah. So, but if it's not, then I'm sorry. I mean, for, I, 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 mean I can't speak on that. I've, I've I've not witnessed it. I mean, I've gone through a few yeah. of the videos, but I haven't. You know, I've not witnessed anyone with special yeah, needs. We, we we haven't witnessed that ourselves, but obviously, if someone's saying that. You know, there's some evidence of it. Then, if it is happening, really not good at all. If it's not, and they happening, want to talk they... about professionalism. Yeah. If it is, you know, if it is them and they're, they're coming at people about professionalism, and it really fucks him off that people like us are going out there and saying stuff and having a go, and you know, banging on about Dave's professionalism, and it really pisses him off. Like he's some model of fucking professionalism. After that, if it is them, wants to fucking take a good long look in the mirror. Mm. Let's, let's just say we're not saying it is them, okay? Before people say that we're saying certain things, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're just saying that if, 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 didn't say. Sorry. if Wrestle Plugs didn't say it, fantastic. That's great. We don't want to have heard that. No. But no. if they have, then it's it's not, it, it's condemned. It's condemned. They have, sort your fucking head out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Is, there, is there anything else that you want to add to this? Ryan. Hmm. Um, I don't know really. Uh, yeah. Well, bit of a weird incident. Um, again, you know, it would be nice to sort of uh, make a good deal out of a bad situation. It would be nice to create a storyline from this, I guess. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's just the wrestler in me that's trying to look at the positives. Um, I mean, dude, riot. Um. He was nice to me. He came up to me backstage and yeah, he did a little promo for the camera, like just saying, yeah, this is complete bullshit and all that. Um, so if Outcast ever do want to book Dirty Dave again, stick against Dude Riot and he can beat him up with a cricket bat and he becomes the biggest baby face. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't want to work, work with the guy though. Like, I don't know. Just good, good luck. Good luck with your 15 minutes of fame. Oh yeah, something that you said. Um, Dirty Dave said that... Uh, we should be jealous of him. Well, I think Dirty Dave might be jealous of me because he tried to do comedy stuff and it failed. And everyone said, you're shit. Never do comedy again. So he gets angry. I hit people with vegetables and cucumbers for a laugh. I don't even try to be funny. And people will laugh and they think it's the best thing ever. So I think he's jealous of me. I think maybe there was some resentment there. Resentment from the people that shat on him Resentment for me for doing a better job at being a comedy wrestler than him. Um, so I don't know if he did have a sort of grudge against me or if it was, I don't know. I just think he's got some issues he needs to deal with. And I think he's just gone online now trying to milk it and trying to be a... Uh, trying to play the victim. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm, if anyone, I'm the victim and I don't want to be the victim. I'm just like, no. right, just, yeah, let's just see what happens. Let's see what he, what he does with this and... March 19th, I'm going to promote ACW. I'm making my debut. <laughs> There's a positive, yeah. I don't know who my point is, but that'll be good fun. I'm uh, looking forward to the future. So, good. Well, that, that was going to be my next question. Have you got any more shows booked? But, you know, <laughs> he's already got in there before me. Um, so, I suppose the last question to ask, you know, on camera, you know, this is definitely not a work. In no. your, this this was legit him going into business yeah because if it was a work I would have liked it to have at least been entertaining I would have liked yeah. it to have somewhat of 
because I, I still feel bad for the fans and I feel bad for Outcast. You know, I don't know if, what they think, but I don't know if they're like, oh, that was a, a bad situation. Let's just never talk about that again. Let's not book Ryan or Dave. I don't know if I'm going to get They might book me again. I don't know. I'm making assumptions here. But worst case scenario is me and Dave never get booked there again. He's cost me, um, I've, he's cost me a book and he's cost himself a book in. Um, maybe they do want to book Dave again. Maybe they might give it some time, bring him back as a nasty heel. Um, I'm just trying to think of ways to just make something nice out of this. Um, yeah. And yeah, I like, I just feel bad because it was a family friendly show and I don't want kids to see this horrible beat down. And I know if you go as a wrestling thing, you go, oh, he's the biggest heel now. But yeah, like if nothing comes from it, then it was all sort of for nothing. So yeah. at least I see, I want to see him get his comeuppance in some way. And I would like to at least have one more outcast match where I do do my cool comedy stuff and it does... Sort of you you do get to do your vegetable shit, as it was called. <laughs> yeah, the vegetable. Well, there's there's the new chant in it. You can sort of play on hangman and go with this. the cowboy mm. shit, you can go with vegetable shit, veggie, veggie or shit. vegan shit. Oh yeah. So if nothing else, I've got that tagline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're over <laughs> eighteen shows with new shirt and everything, yeah, vegan shit. I was gonna say that's a new shirt idea right there. So maybe <laughs> there is a positive out of all this anyway. Yeah, there can be like the little turd emoji, but a green one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a cucumber, with a cucumber. <laughs> yeah, just like shoved in. That'd be great. There we go. I'm gonna work on that now. <laughs> Cut us so, in for ten percent for the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, have you got anything that you need to promote? Any merch or anything? Where can people buy your stuff? Um, I don't really sell much. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just, just ACW on March 19th in Boscombe, Bournemouth. Um, yep. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, and keep supporting Outcast. Uh, if Dirty Dave is in the street, throw rotten vegetables at him and don't, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So thank you. Everyone, go vegan. Everyone <laughs> go vegan now and the world will be a better place to live. Oh, he's off. He's off. Oh, this is yeah. this is CM Punk straight edge vibes. This isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vegan. That means I'm better than you. <laughs> I was the heel the whole time, and I worked you all. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for uh, joining us today, Ryan. It's been. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been a bit of an eye-opening one. Thank you, you know, for, you know, laying it all out there, being so honest about it all. And, uh, yeah, if you are in, you know, the Bournemouth area, go check out Ryan's show. Uh, what was the date again? Uh, March 19th. March 19th. Get yourself out there. There's still plenty of time to, you know, get tickets and stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you very much for joining us, Ryan, as I said. And uh, we'll see you all later. <laughs>